So I'm sitting here on my phone and currently I have 17 unread emails. Most are spam, uh, there are a couple of newsletters, there's something from a letting agent I probably should look at more carefully. But it got me thinking, it wasn't always like this. Do you remember when checking your email was a pretty major process? Turn on your computer, dial up, log in, wait for it all to load. I mean, you probably still had 17 unread emails waiting for you, but you were the boss of when they were looked at, rather than your phone. And there was something else about that era of email that was pretty special. After you've gone through all the process of getting online, you are probably greeted by something that's gone down in internet history. The voice of a guy who tells you, You've got mail. So this week, we'll find out what happened to that guy, how he became the voice of a lot of people's inboxes, what he thought of it at the time, and what he's up to now. I'm Jack Dearlove, and welcome to Anecdote. I hope you enjoy it. I've been a a television broadcaster since I graduated from high school. So this is the man himself. He's called Elwood Edwards, he's now in his mid-60s, and the story of how he became the voice of AOL starts the same way a lot of stories do. Boy meets girl. I had just purchased the Commodore 64 computer. And in a Christian chat room, I started talking with a woman who was Karen J2. I was in uh, Gaithersburg, Maryland, and she was in Fairfax, Virginia. After we had talked for several months, uh, I invited myself over for dinner. She fixed tuna salad, I remember that. And we became inseparable. We were married in December of 1988. What I love about this story is that we still treat relationships that start online like they're a new thing. But this was the 80s. They're definitely not. She was a customer service rep for the company called Quantum Computer Services, which in 1989 became America Online. She overheard Steve Case, one of the principals of America Online. He was discussing with some programmers the idea of adding a voice to the software. Karen volunteered me. And on a cassette deck in my living room, I recorded, Welcome, you've got mail. Files done. Goodbye. You know, what did you think of it when you kind of heard it for the first time? Well, I've been an announcer, even though you wouldn't know it by my voice today. Gee whiz. <coughs> Pardon me. I've been an announcer my entire broadcasting career. I started in radio while I was in high school. Then I was always a staff announcer at the various TV stations I worked at. So it was nothing new to me to hear my voice coming out of a little speaker. I didn't really think anything of it at the time. 
I didn't really think anything of it at the time. That's something you're going to hear quite a lot throughout this podcast series. It was just an average day in a series of average days. It was one recording, three little words that are still in use today. I don't think anyone had any idea what it would become. Uh, Certainly, had I realized it at the time, I would now be retired, (laughs) but I'm not. Even today, I have an AOL account, uh, email account, but if you go on AOL.com and then you either open your mail or you create an email account, when you sign on to that and you have new mail, you still hear me say, you've got mail. I will be honest, the the first time I heard that Hell's Voice is still there, I couldn't believe it. Uh, So I actually went and signed up for an AOL account myself, like, just to double-check, and yep, there he is. You've got mail. But he's not the only voice you could have had over the years. Along with the history of all of this, AOL used to have an occasional, I I guess it was an annual for a while, uh, celebrity voice contest where users of the of the system could change from the default voice, mine, to uh, the voice of, of various, various celebrities who had recorded the phrases as well. I know uh, Mick Jagger said, You've got some letters. But fewer than 20% of the AOL subscribers throughout the years had elected to change from my voice. L is really proud of this. You can hear it in its voice. I would like to think they like to hear what I sounded like. I don't I don't know for sure, but that's what I like to think. <laughs> it's almost like you've got a secret identity, you know, a bit like a superhero. Yeah, that's that's sort of true, yeah. Uh, it's not something I go around blowing my horn about, you know. My ex-wife used to be my greatest cheerleader. Uh, she was. She would be the one who would open up the conversations, you know. And then, then people would have me perform, if you would. I was on uh, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. They had me do the welcome. You've got me, and then they had me say some other things. Thank you for coming on the show, Elwood. Uh, now, to prove that it's really you, can you say the classic "You've got mail" line? Welcome. You've got mail. (laughs) That's worth the price of admission right there. That's enough, yeah. Uh, Now, we've got some other phrases we'd love for you to say. uh, So whenever you're ready, just read the cue cards if you can. Uptown funk. (laughs) Adele Dazim. (laughs) Dat ass, though. Files done. Goodbye. <laughs> the third one of which was questionable, but it was late night, and I figured, what the heck. Files done. <laughs> that was a great deal of fun, and I really appreciated the recognition. And I was slightly taken aback by the audience reaction. It was rather thunderous in the studio, which I had not expected. This is a guy who's been famous for decades. But he talks about going on a show watched by millions on TV and online all around the world like it was just a nice day out. And maybe that's it. He could be milking his fame for everything it's worth, but he's not. He's just happy to have been part of your life. Do you ever get tired of it at all? No, no. No, not at all. If anything, 
I enjoy uh, the look on people's faces when they realize who I am. Because at the TV station where I work, I'm, I'm a news editor. I run uh, the studio cameras. I'm really kind of a behind-the-scenes kind of person. I've never been one to, to, to really want to be uh, in the limelight. But it's quite gratifying when somebody does realize uh, who I am and, and their reaction to that knowledge. Our world is full of people who were in the right place at the right time, and I'm, I'm glad to be one of those. This episode of Anecdote was produced by me, Jack Dearlove. You can follow me on Twitter if that's your kind of thing. I'm at Jack Dearlove. I'd really like to thank Elwood uh, for taking the time to chat to me. And if you'd like to see his full appearance on The Tonight Show, I've embedded the video on this episode's page at anecdote.fm. This music is from the awesome Poddington Bear, licensed under Creative Commons. You'll find a link to his work on the episode page as well. And if you've liked what you heard, it would be awesome if you could subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, something like that. I'll be back next week with another story you probably haven't heard before. Files done. Goodbye.